WTC Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO Minneapolis, powered by Advantage Home Buyer. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Tens of thousands of President Trump's supporters taking part in a huge rally in Washington today, demanding accountability and election integrity amid questions about the ballot count in several states. Thousands of Trump supporters turning out at the National Ball, Freedom Plaza, and the Supreme Court. Rally goers could be seen waving American flags and wearing patriotic attire as they defended the president's legal efforts against election fraud. U.S. officials say the nation's first COVID-19 vaccine should be arriving in various states by tomorrow morning, hitting some 150 distribution centers around the nation. A Russian nuclear submarine has successfully test-fired four ICBMs, that in a demonstration of the readiness of that nation's nuclear forces. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. President Trump blasts those calling for a voting boycott in Georgia. He took a direct shot at Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell, the two attorneys who had been saying that. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be a high of 32 degrees and cloudy. You'll be lifted up and inspired by the real-life rags-to-riches story, Poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. Stream it on demand at SalemNow.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. The wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, miserable, foul institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, now, then, and always, shotinthedark.info, going on 19 years old. This broadcast, of course, heading rapidly towards its 17th uh, birth. 18th? 17th? 18th? 18th, no, 17th birthday coming up this March. Uh, and we're fighting mad because all the places we've been playing for the last seven years to have our 10th anniversary broadcast are now out of business. And so thanks uh, to the governor and his, uh, and his ham-fisted, one might say downright ignorant response to the COVID uh, crisis. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk more about that in a moment here. But, uh, yeah, we're... Uh, we're still here. Myself, Brad Carlson, the Closer Edition, every Sunday from 1 to 3. And King Banyan, uh, host of the King Banyan Show, uh, every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. <sighs> you do, I, I wish I could have had Peter Wood on for a solid hour. In fact, if I'd planned better, I, I might have been able to. 
And certainly, I urge you to go straight to the source and pick up a copy of uh, 1620, his book. I may have to snip out that interview and post it online uh, because I'm particularly, uh, that's a particularly important subject, a particularly important interview, looking at and, and understanding the uh, slander of this country. He particularly seemed to like the term. I'm, I'm proud of it. <laughs> uh, the, the slander of this country that has happened uh, under, on, on the uh, on the watch of big left, specifically when it comes to the 1619 project and the uh, slander of our nation's entire history as being entirely about slavery, you could call it a blood libel. It's akin with the blood libels about Jews in its own way, different in its results, different in its consequences potentially, and yet still the uh, same basic idea trafficking a f- set of falsehoods about a people, an idea, a religion, a faith, a political system in this case. One of the other falsehoods, although not quite uh, nowhere near to the level of a blood libel, is the notion that as we face the uh, COVID crisis, however you want to view this, uh, the effects of this pandemic on real people, this notion that we are all in it together. We are not. This has been a, a, a fairly common theme for me. The, the, say what you will about the pandemic. Say what you will about the measures proposed to fight the pandemic. And of course, we have had words about all of those in recent weeks on this broadcast, actually over the last nine months on this broadcast. Uh, the, the notion that, that, uh, that, that the response to the pandemic is directly uh, correlated with the intrusiveness of the state government's response to the pandemic. Uh, it's not. And, and by the way, it's, it's not inversely correlated either. States that have taken hands-off approaches, like my native North Dakota, have had some bad weeks, uh, actually a bad past month here uh, at the hands of the pandemic, as has South Dakota. Uh, whose per capita death rates have spiked briefly to high levels, albeit nowhere near as high still to this day as New York or New Jersey, uh, where where I will wager one person at least, a shiny new quarter, that no place in red America catches up. By the way, the correlation, I'm going to guess in this case, seems to be North Dakota had kind of a hard October. Minnesota has not yet. Minnesota, nonetheless, is spiking hard uh, right now and to the consternation of the powers that be and the media that serve them. And we, and as has happened throughout the course of this pandemic, people in cities, quote, served, end quote, by highly blue mainstream medias are being directed to focus their opprobrium on neighbors who may not be uh, taking the same approach to COVID. Now, uh, earlier in the pandemic, up through the summer into early autumn, uh, the the media was telling us, instructing us, frankly, uh, the people who don't think critically about these things, to focus their ire on South Dakota and North Dakota, which were taking very hands-off approaches uh, to the COVID pandemic and who had very low death rates, among the lowest in the country. That's changed in the last month, uh, since October, when uh, the death rates in both uh, of these sparsely populated neighbors of ours spiked and spiked hard, well past Minnesota, truth be told. Was it because of the hands-off approach? 
Notwithstanding the fact that people in both Dakotas, especially my native North Dakota, which in which I have spent a lot of time since the uh, dawn of the pandemic and noted that people up there are wearing masks no less prevalently than people in Minnesota. Uh, nonetheless, the, the death rate spiked, but they did have kind of a cold, snowy October in a sense that we did not. And say what you will about the the forces that drive Minnesota weather, but we have not yet. We've had an unseasonably mild December, one indeed that had me walking 10 miles on Wednesday, enjoying one of the most beautiful days of the autumn uh, for, the, for, for a couple of hours, uh, walking down the Mississippi River. Uh, long story, but it's been a beautiful December, and people have been able to get outside and not been cooped up inside and been able to, to go out where People don't get infected. One place that has shared much of our uh, weather, but so far not much of our pandemic is, or at least response to the pandemic, has been Wisconsin, where because the legislature in in past years had the foresight to enjoin the governor from overreaching with his emergency powers, has been able to shut down through legal action, but through a legal action in the Supreme Court that that acted according to law, barred Tony Evers from enacting unilateral widespread shutdowns, taking arbitrary action uh, in response. And so in response to the, the pandemic. And so you have the situation where bars and restaurants in Hudson and Holton and Prescott and Somerset are open for business. And we are told, oh, these selfish, horrible Scannies, they're going to kill everyone. Well, we're still waiting. Uh, the death rate per capita, I should say per million in Minnesota, stands at 783, spiking up hard this past few weeks, by the way. 783 dead per million from COVID. In Wisconsin, 694. Considerably lower than that of Minnesota, lower than the national average. Now, is it because they didn't they they don't require masks? Although, if you go to Wisconsin, plenty of people wear them. They're considered optional. I, I have been uh, at some establishments in Wisconsin in recent months who've said, yeah, you know, we, we encourage you to wear a mask if you're so inclined. If you're not, we're assuming you have some medical issue that makes it uh, inadvisable for you to do, and we're not going to give you any guff about it. The only thing that seems to have plagued Wisconsin at a higher rate than Minnesota is over the course of this past week, Ne'er-do-wells from Minnesota crossing the river and causing trouble in Wisconsin because there's no place open to cause trouble at in Minnesota. Hudson Bar is now closing at 10 o'clock because of COVID. No, because of ne'er-do-wells from the Twin Cities crossing the river to get a good buzz on and take out their aggressions on on people. Thanks for nothing, Twin Cities metro area. So that's the current state of things between Minnesota and, and and Wisconsin. Well, that and the fact that, as I discussed last week on the broadcast, the phrase, in it together, the notion that we are all 
in this fight against COVID together continues to be used by Minnesota elected and appointed officials with a straight face. Because, as I point out, it seems nearly every week on this broadcast, we're not. Certainly not for the difficult stuff. Yesterday, uh, Governor Klink uh, said that he, while he has continued his, uh, about a month ago, continued his uh, emergency declaration, quarantining uh, people, uh, shutting down restaurants and bars until this coming Friday, He's reserving his decision on whether or not he will extend that shutdown, that taking, if you will, beyond the 18th, partly because the results haven't been as bad as predicted for this last few weeks. The Thanksgiving spike that was predicted, sort of like the Sturgis spike that was predicted, seems not to have materialized, or at least not nearly as badly as as predicted. He doesn't want to let it go yet. No, he's going to wait until middle of next week before he tells bars and restaurants whether they are, quote, allowed, end quote, to open. Which is causing a certain amount of flack coming from the hospitality community saying, well, we need more than 24 hours notice for our employees, for our suppliers, for pretty much everything up and down the supply chain. I mean... Uh, supply chains that have been dormant for a month, inventories that have been uh, yeah, g- f- given away in some cases to not leave freezers full of food, uh, sitting still for a month, uh, can't be restocked on 24 hours notice. I mean, further proof that Governor Waltz has never worked in the private sector, has no idea how it works, either he nor anyone in his administration, which I think it's fair to say largely comes from the class of people that regards the private sector as somehow unseemly and beneath them as, quote, public servants, end quote. Not to speak for all of them, but I'm speaking for the dominant class among them. But when they say we're all in it together, another way we are not is, well, we're not in it for the difficult stuff, the hard tasks of running a business, the hard job of trying to raise kids when they can't go to school, or the hard job of trying to keep your head together while your world is falling apart because of arbitrary things you can't control. Suicide is up by 31% in Minnesota since the beginning of the lockdowns. They're just as dead as they would be had they caught COVID. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. You can make a child's Christmas brighter with the gift of a toy. Hi, this is Marine veteran Tyler Kistner. Many families, including those of our military, are struggling, especially this Christmas. Please show you care and join me to donate a new toy or gift card today. Drop them off by December 18th at Christian Heritage Academy Lakeville, Superior Car Care Apple Valley and Egan, Champion Plumbing Egan, AM 1280 The Patriot Egan, or my office in Burnsville. Visit KistnerForCongress.com for complete details. Thank you. 
Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith DeCal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the Liberty Bell and its crack. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, if you've been by on Cliff Road here, don't forget to stop by here at Patriot uh, headquarters here at Nichols and Cliff. Stop by just do a little sightseeing. We've got our Christmas lights up the office and studios, completely adorned with red, white, and blue lights to show our pride in our country and the festive cheer for the holidays. So rock on by uh, down on Cliff Road, Nichols. Check uh, out the decorations and know that you can get them yourself. We're on Cliff Road just off Highway 77. That's Cedar. The big radio towers are your clue. I mean, you can see them for miles. Uh, the red, uh, white, and blue Christmas decorations are powered and designed and installed and maintained by roof-to-deck decoration. And by the way, they can do it for your house, too. Maybe not this year. I mean, if you ask really nice or wave a lot of Benjamins at them, perhaps, I don't know. I don't know. can't speak for them. But keep it in mind for next year. If you're like me and like it when the decorations just appear, that's how you make it happen. Roof-to-deck decorations. They did it for us. They can do it for you. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show, or on Parlor at Mitchell P. Berg. That's the shortest handle I could get on Parler. Uh, by the way, for those who say that Minnesota isn't corrupt, Ilhan Omar has been paying her husband's firm $2.7 million in campaign donations over the course of this last cycle. Now, that, that's, that's a known fact. We, we know this to be a fact. Now, 
since D.C. and Minnesota, both community property jurisdictions, that means she's been paying herself $2.7 million a year, really one point three five. And while she's prospered mightily, uh, and me more directly, her husband's firm has uh, prospered mightily from Ilhan Omar's campaign. They grossed $4 million in this past election cycle, which means that almost three-quarters of her firm, uh, husband's firm's business comes from, well, her, which is, by the way, a 2,500% increase in the firm's 2018 billings. They got COVID payroll stimulus money. Uh, public records show, by the way, in a piece that comes from Hot Air, uh, Ed Morrissey wrote this this past week. Public records, uh, former host, uh, co-host of this broadcast, I'll point out. Public records show the E Street Group, of all the names to pick. Anyway, E Street Group, co-owned by Omar's husband, Tom Minette, uh, received nearly 135 grand in paycheck protection program loans and a half million economic injury disaster loans. Public records show the E Street Group, co-owned by Omar's husband Tom Minette, got nearly 135 grand in uh, PPP loans and 500,000 in economic injury disaster loans. Federal Election Commission filings also show firm received payments for other campaigns, including 175 grand from uh, Pramila Jayapal of Washington socialist basically and nearly 130 grand from the minnesota dfl so when they say never waste a crisis you know they will not (laughs) ilhan omar of course prominent member and uh, minnesota's contribution to the squad who i will argue are the dominant force in the democratic party today for for this notion that joe biden means that the uh, democratic party really is moderate uh is Assuming you're an idiot, I mean, if the Democratic Party really was moderate, then Joe Biden would have won the primaries, the caucuses, the whole endorsement season without having to get dragged across the finish line against Bernie Sanders by the big money of the establishment, quite bald-facedly to serve as a delivery system for the squad. Now, on cue, the president-elect and let's be honest, I think he is the president-elect, we'll come back to that momentarily, is mouthing platitudes about how we all need to be united, how we need to find hashtag unity together as a nation. I mean, unless you're a gun owner uh, or unless you're a conservative of any kind, because whenever people on the left call demand unity, what they mean is shut up or get cut up. And... Uh, of course, that's a that's a reference to an old Elvis Costello song, uh, Radio Radio. Great, great song. One of the best songs ever written about the radio industry. But it's not just a song lyric. It, it is pretty much what some of them intend for you. I, I say this because Joe Biden is talking about unity, but you ask Democrats, especially the, the movers and shakers, the people who are actually talking policy, And they sound a lot more, at best, like Barack Obama did in 2009, telling John McCain, oh, we won the election. (laughs) Suck it up, buttercup. Uh, We won the election. uh, We we get to call the shots now, which, by the way, lasted until midterms, as it needs to this time. Uh, The mask comes off more and more as you get the Democrats down the food chain. Uh, a woman who appears to be looking to make the squad look moderate and reasonable in comparison, a woman named Cynthia Johnson, 
who is a Michigan state representative, a Democrat from, I believe, Detroit, has had a message. And I, by the way, I posted this video message at shotinthedark.info this past uh, Wednesday in a piece entitled Hashtag Unity. And uh, it's something that I want all of you conservatives to, to watch, to absorb, to consider, and, and pass on to your friends, by the way. Because I, I'm not going to play the audio from this video because it's, it's disturbing. Uh, this woman, Cynthia Johnson, is quite clearly so clogged with hate. I mean, you look in her eyes in this video, and they are, I'm not going to say dead and black. I, I won't go quite that far. But the hatred in her countenance is a little disturbing for those of you who haven't encountered it before. I will post it in the show post at shotinthedark.info again here momentarily. And her the video that I post from Twitter that she released is, I don't know, about a minute, minute and a half, maybe two minutes long, and full of such frothing hatred. I mean, basically calling on her soldiers to go after Trump supporters and make them pay for their impudence in in not supporting the Democratic Party. By the way, part of a wave of opprobrium to the record numbers of African-Americans, Latinos, and uh, and Asians who crossed over, especially uh, African-Americans who crossed over to vote for Trump, uh, the the smear machine uh, is fully in line with the dictates of Berg's Eighth Law, which points out that there is nothing the left hates more than one of, quote, their, end quote, people, blacks, Latinos, Asians, women, gays, crossing over. They hate them worse than they hate Republicans. They hate them worse than they hate Donald Trump. More on that coming up on the blog this past week. Uh, but the hatred is coming out for all of you, every one of you who had the temerity to vote against the Democrat machine is someone that Cynthia Johnson had the at least integrity to vocalize out loud, unlike so many in the Minnesota DFL. I mean, she basically said after the election the same thing that John Thompson was saying about Hugo and the rest of your burbs before the election. They have not moderated their tone. This, this is not unity that they're seeking, by the way, other than the unity of everyone who disagrees with them shutting up. Now, I'm done asking questions like, can you imagine what would happen if a Republican, no matter how obscure, no matter how removed from any actual political clout, were to say something like this? Because you can't imagine it. I mean, let's not be stupid here. There's no point in trying. Even asking for a, a pretense of fairness in the mainstream media's reporting of these things is just as pointless as wondering if it would have been cool if the Japanese hadn't bombed Pearl Harbor while you're climbing down the cargo net into a Higgins boat to storm Utah Beach. I mean, it's, it's a fun academic exercise, maybe, but absolutely pointless in terms of current fact. There's a civil war afoot. Dennis Prager puts it well. It's been a cold civil war thus far. I mean, going back 20 years, there has been a cultural civil war going on. And the civil war is getting less civil and more warlike by the day, or so it seems from my catbird seat. And furthermore, it seems like a lot of Democrats, most notably the likes of Cynthia Johnson, state representative from Michigan, and 
John Thompson, state representative from District 67A, who, for what reason, ever reason or another, has, has at least not openly called for the burning down of any majority white suburbs recently. It could be because the Minnesota Democratic Party kept him in that refrigerated morgue uh, for, a, for a few months just to avoid losing any more votes for the DFL uh, outside the metro. But the fact that we are in a heretofore, thus far cold civil war is kind of the subject here that I want to, want to elaborate on. Uh, State GOP Chair Alman, Alva, Alan West, uh, a person uh, who's been a conservative firebrand, and by the way, an African-American uh, former army officer, suggested states, in, in light of this, uh, the current fracas over the, uh, this past election, suggested states should secede from the United States following the Supreme Court's denial of Texas's bid to nullify results of the presidential election in four states. I want to discuss this when we come back briefly. It's actually something that deserves a full hour, maybe a full show sometime soon here. But I want to discuss that because I have an opinion about this. I think it's the right war, but the wrong, at least a war we need to discuss, but the wrong battle. And what exactly do I mean by that? Well, stick around. Yes, it's a cliffhanger. What can you say? 651-289-4488 to Alan West calling for secession. After the Supreme Court shot down Texas's challenge of election of the election results. By the way, what happened to those Democrats who said that Amy Coney Barrett was just going to be a rubber stamp for Donald Trump's uh, politics? Didn't pan out that way, did it? Much more when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? Hi, Alex Hartman here of REMAX Results. If you are considering selling a property this fall, please listen closely. The market is hot. Inventory is low. That's all real and factual news. But beware. In today's world, fake news would have you believe you have to hire a big real estate team to sell your house. What they don't tell you is that they may pawn you off on a new rookie agent selling their very first home, or worse yet, a part-timer. The fact is, most people would prefer to work with a proven real estate agent who understands both the marketplace and their needs and will see their transaction through from start to finish. That is what I am, and that's what I do. When you call me, Alex Hartman, you get me and my proven track record of results. So if you like the idea of working with a like-minded Patriot listener, please give me a call for a free market analysis. Call me directly at 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000 or go to resultsbyalex.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to 
do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds Hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget if you got a son or a daughter interested in attending an online college prep school, or if you're a high school kid ready to work in the trades, or, or maybe get your way into high tech, we're looking to pay a year's worth of tuition for a student of any age to the Salem Career Club, where you can help create affordable online pathways from education to job. You can enter once a day between now and uh, January fifth at am1280thepatriot.com. Times like this, by the way, when the economy is in the tank because of ham-fisted government regulation, is a great time to make a change. Because someday, perhaps after Tim Waltz is removed from office uh, after the 2022 elections, but someday, when the economy gets the gloves taken off, the economy is going to go supernova hot. And it'll be a great time to actually be getting into a career like that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? So uh, we, we talked before the break about uh, Alan West, former, you know, he may still be a, a current uh, congressman, uh, but he's the chair of the Texas GOP, suggested that in the wake of the serial defeats of challenges to the election, including the uh, defeat of Texas's uh, challenge to the election results in many other states, which was shot down with prejudice by the Supreme Court, uh, which, by the way, has a majority of justices, including a couple of dispositive votes appointed by Donald Trump himself, which we were told with great hysterical solemnity. Yes, it's an oxymoron, and yet I'm going to run with it. Hysterical solemnity that uh, Kavanaugh, and Barrett, Coney Barrett, were going to be rubber stamps for Donald Trump. It didn't happen. Which has led Texas GOP Chairman Alan West to suggest that states should secede from the United States following the Supreme Court's denial of Texas's bid to nullify the results of the presidential election for other states. And I quote, 
I, I quote uh, Representative West, this decision establishes a precedent that says states can violate the United States Constitution and not be held accountable. This decision will have far-reaching ramifications for the future of our constitutional republic, West said in a statement released Friday night. Perhaps law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the Constitution. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed the complaint Monday challenging results in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Georgia. He argued those states, which all went for President-elect Joe Biden, had broken their own election laws by changing voting procedures in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, By the way, the lawsuit was joined by Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Utah. The uh, SCOTUS yesterday threw out the case saying Texas lacked judicially cognizable interest in the manner in which another state conducts its elections. And by the way, I think the Supreme Court was right. Sorry, Trump fans. By the way, I voted for Trump this time around. I, I, I won't say I held my nose. I didn't. I think he was the best man for the job. I certainly think Mike Pence was the best vice president for the job. Uh, no question about it. But as I voted for Trump, and I think that it is a given, and I accept that as gospel, there is massive voting irregularities, problems with our electoral system out there. I think it is the sort of thing that at some point, if we want to preserve the republic, the Department of Justice is going to have to step in and do for big blue cities like Philadelphia, Chicago, Detroit, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, what it did 50 years ago, 55 years ago, for Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Louisiana, step in and ensure that elections are run fairly, that they are not corrupt, that they are not corrupted to political ends as they were in the Deep South during the Jim Crow era. I think we're going to need to do that at some point. And in fact, I think this, I think God willing, if we have a Republican president in 2024 or a conservative president at any rate, that someone is going to have to see to this. And if that involves bringing in a, a cleaning house of the Department of Justice and bringing in a uh, Justice Department, uh, a attorney general and, uh, and and the rest of the apparatus to investigate by force, if necessary, the the electoral uh, mechanics of some of these large blue cities that everyone knows are corrupt. I mean, they they rejoice in their corruption for crying out loud at any other time. The uh, but but I I think that uh, I I think. If you respect the Constitution, if you respect the, the notion that this nation is a rule of laws, not men, that scrapping the Constitution to benefit Donald Trump is no better than scrapping the Constitution to benefit Joe Biden. And by the way, I, I think that this is the wrong battle over which to secede from the Union. but I don't think secession from the Union is the wrong war. Uh, Raw story, a overtly, completely over-the-top leftist publication, ran the story this past week, uh, 
taken from Alternet, which is even farther out to the left, uh, pointing out that, that uh, during his long career in talk radio, Rush Limbaugh has thrived on us versus them rhetoric, uh, claiming that liberals and progressives has a viewpoint which is diametrically opposed to true Americanism. That's true. Rush is right. And on his December 9th broadcast this past Wednesday, the far right radio host <laughs> argued that divisions between Ameri- red America and blue America are so huge that secession might be inevitable. The 69-year-old Limbaugh told listeners, quote, I actually think, and I've referenced this, I've alluded to this a couple of times because I've seen others allude to this, I actually think we're trending towards secession. I think and more and more people are asking, what in the world do we have in common with the people who live in, say, New York? What is it that makes us believe that there is enough of us there to even have a chance of winning New York, especially if you're talking about votes. Limbaugh went on to say that red America and blue America might have reached the point where agreeing to disagree is no longer possible. And I quote Limbaugh again, a lot of bloggers have written extensively how distant and separated, how much more separated our culture is becoming politically. And that it can't go on this way. Limbaugh argued, quote, there cannot be a peaceful coexistence of two completely different theories of life, theories of government, theories of how we manage our affairs. We can't be in this dire conflict without something giving somewhere along the way. Now, should we be talking about dissolving the republic over an election that we lost? I would be an abject hypocrite to agree with uh, Representative West, with Colonel West, over this, uh, because I I pelted, at least rhetorically, Democrats with rocks and garbage who suggested the same thing. And by the way, who have been suggesting the same thing uh, for the past four years, the idea that it's time for blue America to pull away from red America. There's no way we could possibly get along. In fact, this it led to one of my favorite bits of writing, which may yet turn into a book for me uh, in 2004, when a bunch of leftist blogger bobbleheads suggested the United States and Canada separate into a couple of different countries, uh, the U.S. of Canada and Jesus land, because, of course, there's nothing more fun to a progressive than sneering down your nose at people of faith. I I had a great had a great fun uh, writing about that six, 15 years ago. I may do it yet again because it is quite the subject. I, I. I dunked hard on Democrats who suggested secession because they were whining about a lost election 15 years ago. And with all due respect to my Trump supporting friends and, for that matter, colleagues, Mike Gallagher, I'm going to suggest the same thing now. You got to take your lumps. And this lump was a hard one to take. And believe me, trust me, I hear you. As a gun owner looking at Joe Biden's uh, gun control proposals, his proposals to take big chunks out of the edge of the Second Amendment on their Democrats' inexorable, they believe, march to take out the whole thing. It's an onerous set of restrictions. I also happen to believe that we're going to make a lot of that. We did make a lot of it up in the state uh, state houses and in Congress this past election. But uh, and I think we're going to make up a lot more if the Democrats follow their inevitable uh, pathological desire to overreach on seeing any uh, increase in their power whatsoever. And they will. I mean, when they use either the Hunter Biden allegations or the 12th Amendment to eject Joe Biden from the presidency and bring on Kamala Harris and uh, usher the squad to the front of the line, 
in Congress, the overreach will be palpable and massive. And I have to trust. Indeed, I have to pray. And I do pray. And I do trust that we will see a turnaround in midterms that will make 1994 look uh, like I'm trying to find something I can say on the radio without getting in trouble. It will make it it will it will it will honor the legacy of 1994 uh, quite capably and of 1980 quite capably. I'll just put it that way. Uh, so I, I, I mocked and taunted Democrats for demanding secession in 2004 and in 2016 just as I mocked and taunted the ones who talked about leaving America, which none of them seem to have done. So I think there's a case to discuss perhaps an amicable separation, if we're lucky, between red and blue America. I don't think this election is the reason for it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push against it. Let's, uh, let, we got some calls on. Let's take a break real quick, and, uh, and we'll come back to your phone calls on one final point. When we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot, 651-289-4488, or join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, or Parler at, uh, hash, or, uh, at Mitchell P. Berg. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a 
million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. There's just one half-price water system. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call join us won't you please don't forget Brad Carlson one to three tomorrow you can turn to him for your Sunday dose of all that matters in the world of politics current events and being Brad uh, probably sports and pageant uh, talk as well uh, he covers all those uh, those beats as well as anyone in the business so. Tune them in. Also, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11. Economics, economics, economics. That's it. That's what he does. He does it better than anyone. Let's go to the phones, uh, try and get everyone in here. Let's go to Minneapolis. Joe, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You with us, Joe? Let's go to Hopkins. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You are live and on the air. Hey, Mitch, I was ready to throw a couple of fries into my mouth, so I, I pulled them out just in time. That's... Thanks for your thanks, <laughs> thanks for your great effort. Thanks for what you do for Minnesota and for America, and uh, we all are very grateful. I'm flattered. For you. I'm flattered. Thank you it's very true. much. It's true. Um, Donald Trump will be our president, and uh, it's not, it's, it's not uh, a visions of grandeur or whatever, but it will happen. Uh, it was disappointing yesterday to hear that, but... Um, Per Constitution, you know, I guess, although I two, two justices didn't agree, Thomas and Alito, I believe, right, yeah. that they didn't have standing. But the, they, it wasn't rejected on the merits. The merits of fraud are, are obvious to all of us freedom-loving Americans. Right. But things are still, you know, um, I'm just, it's, uh, there's got to be a word stronger than prediction. I don't know if there is an English word. I, I do believe very strongly that, that our president will remain our president for four more years. And uh, and so we'll just wait and see. But that's what I'm going to tell you today. And be encouraged, uh, all of us Trumpers. Uh, you, you know, know that, I will uh, be encouraged yeah. either way. I am encouraged either way because if the president wins, mazel tov. And if the president, uh, if, if Joe Biden goes on to the White House, the midterms are going to be lit. Thanks for your call, as always, Dan. Uh, I mean, I'm. I am going to, and I hope you're right, from your mouth to God's ears, Dan, I, I truly do hope you're right. I, I would like to see Trump win a second term, uh, if for no other reason than to have grown-ups running our foreign policy, because uh, God knows that's not what uh, Joe Biden, I mean, Joe Biden is basically going back to the same old crowd uh, for his foreign policy, well, for his entire cabinet. I mean, his entire cabinet is is hot garbage. It's It's like the worst of the Obama years brought back to life, only with the people who weren't good enough to make the cut the first time around. Anyway, thanks for your call, Dan. Thanks for your call, everyone. Uh, did, uh, did we get the, uh, Let's give it another try. Joe in Minneapolis, let's give another shot here. You were on the air. Hey, good afternoon. And, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holiday to you. Hey, you were talking earlier about Omar and her little, uh, well, not so little side business that she set up with her husband. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I read an article about Bernie Sanders, and he uses his wife has set up a media company, media buying company. So all the ads they buy, they, you know, they take fifteen percent off as a, as a as their fee. Yep. So she not only does it for his campaign, but that um, a lot of other people feel that they can't get endorsements from him unless you know they got to use her ad buying. Oh, yeah. There's a reason that the guy became a phenomenally wealthy man for a, quote, public servant, end quote. Uh, there's, a, I mean, all of them. I mean, Sanders, Biden. I have a more than sneaking suspicion Kamala Harris has probably salted away a few bucks here as well during her, quote, as a public service, end quote, career. Yeah. I mean, Ilhan Omar is just the most bald faced about it. By the way, I think it's interesting that uh, one of the things that Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman will not be charging bail for is defrauding public uh, public assistance. I believe the story came out not too long ago that Ilhan Omar may have may have been in public housing when she was running for Congress. Uh, the I mean, that that alone is a fair if true is a fairly bald faced grift. I have to look for details on that anyway. Uh, so one story that came out that I would normally ignore completely uh, happened this past week. And I'll just give you a quick bit of background on it. Uh, b- uh, my own personal background, actually a cultural background. The, the notion of cultural appropriations come out in a big way this past uh, year so far, or last few years. One of the, the, the chief uh, sins against political correctness these days is that you appropriate a culture that is not your own. It's one of the few sins actually recognized by the woke mob these days, who are, by the way, the stormtroopers of big left. Uh at least culturally speaking, uh, one cannot, it seems, be white or Asian, because uh, Asian is the new white, apparently, and and wear, for example, African jewelry or cook, at least not for a living, Mexican food at the risk of inciting the woke mob. I mean, the classic example last year, a, a couple of women, leftist progressive women, mind you, tried to open a burrito truck, a food truck specializing in Mexican food, very Americanized Mexican food at that, and the woke mob assaulted them for uh, having the temerity to appropriate Mexican food. Now, they seem to be a lot more tolerant of people of non-Western descent using things invented in the West, like uh, freedom of speech or respect for the individual, as long as they are that individual. But let's not get carried away with the finer points here. Anyway, there is an actress. Well, there was an actress at one point known as Ellen Page, who's most famous for starring in a, a, a movie called Juno, uh, which was an inescapable and entertaining yet insufferable indie sensation that uh, is most famous around here for putting former Minneapolitan uh, Diablo Cody on the map uh, way back when. She won an Oscar for screenplay uh, for the movie, which basically put a a human face on abortion. Uh, So you can have your moral difficulties with that, as a lot of people in this audience did. The star of that movie, which I will tell you now because you will not find it on any of your online resources like IMDb, was at the one point a woman, an actress, a Canadian actress named Ellen Page, who sometime in recent weeks decided that she is a man and is now Elliot Page and has asked to be referred to by the pronouns he and they. And the media, by the way, mainstream and social, have complied with that 
uh, demand at a clip that would have terrified George Orwell and probably Emmanuel Goldstein as well. Because according to the media, according to IMDb, according to Wikipedia, according to the media, Elliot Page was never a woman, Winston. And I thought about this when I thought, if you don't dare open a burrito truck, if you're not Mexican, you don't wear, don't dare wear hoop earrings if you're not of African descent. But if you have never grown up as a boy, if you have never undergone the ordeal of adolescent male hormones, if you've never been shot down uh, asking a woman out for a date, if you've never lived as a male, as a, as a brother, as a son, as a father, how dare you appropriate the culture that is the ma- male culture, the, the, the identity that you have not earned. And by the way, it goes the other way. If you're male, and I know a number of male to female transgenders who I care about very much as people, but does it not chap one's hide to see that someone has just declared that they are something that they have never experienced? How is that not cultural appropriation more profound than opening a burrito truck if your last name is Nelson? Much more as culture continues to unroll on the Northern Alliance. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Wearing a mask. It's not just about protecting yourself. It's about protecting the ones around you. Your loved ones. Your neighbors. Your community. Yes, it can be a little uncomfortable. And yes, it's a look we're not used to. But these are minor inconveniences that will have a major impact on overcoming COVID for the good of us all. So stay safe and mask up, Minnesota. Not just for you, for everyone around you. Brought to you by the state of Minnesota. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. It's reality check time. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing a retirement reality study, which shows big disconnects in what you are expecting and planning for in retirement versus the reality of what many retirees are actually experiencing. Alan Mike will share with you how to avoid retirement pitfalls and keep your retirement planning on track. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now at 855-231-6010. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. 
Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic path. Pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. AM 1280, the page.